Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are covering two days, um, yesterday the 25th and today the 26th of February of 2021. Um, yeah, yesterday there just really wasn't a lot and honestly like today there wasn't a lot so this is probably still going to be a super short episode. Um, I I don't know, like, they're just, it's been a slow week, and for the first few days, it was fine, and then yesterday, it was just really, really slow, and today, it was also just pretty slow, so not a huge deal, but um, I even contemplated not doing an episode today, but because when I record again on Monday, which is when I record next, um we'll swap the order back to what it used to be. So we'll go in alphabetical order correctly. Right now we're going alphabetically backwards. Um, So I wanted to get this done that way and, uh, you know, just kind of start fresh again with the weekend events, should there be any, and then Monday events. So we are going to get started with the Swedish royal family. do this a ton, but today I'm actually sitting in my car. It does seem like I'm doing it a lot more this year than I did last year, although that's actually not true. Almost every single episode uh, in the first, like, five months of this podcast were recorded in my car with, um, I think, just, like, regular headphones with a microphone um, because I lived at home still and... Like, I, I don't know, at the time I was kind of embarrassed, and so I didn't want my mom to hear me, and, like, also the dog was still chaotic, but she's, like, my mom was usually asleep by the time I was recording these kind of things, so I wanted to record them in my car. But now, I live in my own place, and so I don't record in my car as often as I do, as I used to, um... But I am recording in my car today, one, because I'm kind of slow um, in my night work, and also, I don't know if this is going to become the normal, honestly, it might be, because this is kind of working today, um, but, like, with the dog, and also with the time I get home, like, it's just really hard to get everything done um, that I need to get done in the evening, and so last night, because I didn't record, like, I was able to actually go to bed and get to sleep really early for me. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. But I am recording in my car today, which is um, interesting. I hope I figured this system out. I just listened to the intro and it sounded okay. Um, I'm using my AirPod and um, I'm actually using the Anchor app for recording. Usually I record in GarageBand and then submit everything through Anchor. Um, but Anchor does have where you can, like, record. This is not the ad. You've already heard the ad. Um, but, like, I can just record in my car and get that done. 
So that's what I'm doing, at least for right now. Um, all right, so I'm pulling up the script from yesterday. Um, and then I'm also, um, just pulling up Google Chrome to make sure I don't miss anything on the Swedish Royal House's website. Cause sometimes they like to do that. And I didn't do a script for today because really and truly there wasn't like anything to talk about, but I want to make sure that there was nothing on the script or on the outline on the calendar. Goodness for the Swedish Royal family today. There was not, so we'll go in to um, yesterday's event, uh, events rather. So, let's see. All right, so yesterday there were three things going on in Sweden, which is awesome. Um, first, we have King Carl Gustav held a digital conversation with the CEO of Forest Industries, which Shame on Google Translate did not translate appropriately, so I, like, had to do some digging on what this company was actually called, um, but I got it. I, I figured it out, um, and then King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel had a uh, conversation with the Swedish pharmaceutical industry over Skype, Zoom, video conference, um, where they definitely talked about, of course, how the pharmaceutical industry has been affected by COVID, um, including the vaccine, but also like other things, you know, medicines that treat COVID, um, measures to protect people from COVID, things like that. So they had that. I also think this is Queen Sylvia's first appearance since her fall um, when she fractured her wrist, um, which was great. I think it might have been... I don't think she was scheduled to appear in that, but I, she, I mean, she did. It didn't shock me that she did. Um, so that I think is officially her first appearance since then. Um, it was like a surprise, but it was just a pretty um, casual event because Sweden is, or at least the Swedish royal family is doing some version of a lockdown. So that's what was going on. There And then also yesterday, Crown Princess Victoria took part in a digital meeting uh, with a professor of climate impact research at the University of Potsdam, um, where they, of course, were talking about climate change and the impact that climate has on the world. Um, and so that is what was going on in Sweden. Uh, really, the only thing that they like super dove in deep on the readout was... Um, the conversation with the, the four um, royals and the pharmaceutical industry and um, every other event was pretty just like, here's what happened. Um, possibly Victoria's event will be released at a later date. I, to my knowledge, it hasn't been released yet. Um, so probably in a couple of days, we'll see it on Monday or something. So that's what was going on in Sweden. Um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to Spain.
All right. In Spain, it has actually been a fairly busy couple of days. Um, but Spain is literally the only country that it has been two events each day over, you know, the past two days. So there is a lot to talk about here, um, but I won't be too um, lengthy. Um, sorry, a car just pulled up next to me with a really loud music and I'm debating if you can hear it or not. I guess I'll listen and find out. Um, okay, anyway, so yesterday, King Felipe and Queen Letizia visited the Helga de Elvier Museum of Contemporary Art in, I think, Extremadura, um, which is in like the, it's along the border of Portugal, um, the border between Spain and Portugal. So, um, I'm so glad I didn't record yesterday because I actually learned today that, because I didn't do a lot of research yesterday, um, but I learned today that Helga de Alviar is actually a person who was at the opening yesterday, and I, I wondered who this lady was, um, but it's Helga de Alviar. So, she is a, like, famous art collector. Um, she was born in Germany and lives in Spain. I think she married into a Spanish family and now is, of course, like fully Spanish at this point. Um, and also nearing her like 90s, maybe like I think she's nearing her 90s um, or in her 90s. I don't know. But so she has been doing this for a very long time. Um, and she has generously basically donated her collection into this museum that they built in Extremadura um, of contemporary art that she has collected over the years. It is, they are amazing pieces. Um, I really enjoyed like watching um, some of the, I guess I haven't seen any videos from the inside yet, but like watching the, seeing the pictures from the inside, um, I don't know, like, it's just very contemporary, very cool, um, you know, if I, when I go to Spain, like, definitely something I will possibly, you know, go to, um, like, I would say that's probable, um, so that was the event yesterday, um, just kind of one of those things where, like, it was a really, really, really good event, I'm really glad that they did it, um, it was just really awesome to, like, see that and then learn the history this morning when I was researching it some more. Um, I don't know. I just really appreciated that. And then, so that brings us to today where King Felipe presided over, um, I don't really know how to say this word. Um, and of course the there it goes. Oh my God, of course the Casa Real. Okay. Um, so he delivered the annual, the 2020 National Pime Award. Let me see if that translates. This is a word that I've like literally never heard of. Okay. So when it translates, it translates to SME or, um, gosh. 
so I am doing this just so you guys know what I'm doing today. I haven't written an outline for today's events. Um, okay, so this is an award in collaboration between the Spanish Chamber of Commerce and the Santander Bank, which is like one of the biggest banks in Spain. Um, and aims to recognize the performance of small and medium-sized companies whose activity is essential for job creation and wealth generation. Um, okay, so I just got that from the Casa Real website because that usually is the best place for information. Um, and because I didn't write an outline, this is what I was using. And then, of course, the website wasn't loading. Um, so it looks like King Felipe delivered the awards um, and then gave a, a speech where he talked about the importance of small and medium-sized businesses. Um, oh, PYME is an acronym and then SME is the small and medium. Okay. Sorry. Got it now. Um, Okay, so, yeah, so that is what Felipe was doing. Um, they just released their calendar for next week this morning. It is busy. I'm excited. Can't wait for next week. Um, but that brings us to the end of Spain. And now we are actually going to go on to Norway. <laughs> Today in Norway, after a long week of nothing, because they um, were basically on a holiday this week, um, we saw Crown Princess Matmart in what is, I think, officially her first solo engagement of the year. Um, I know she has done at least one or two other video calls, um, but today she sent a video message to... Um, the Norwegian Women's Health Association for their 125th anniversary um, broadcast. And um, so this organization um, promotes women's health and uh, living conditions and contributes to an inclusive upbringing to create safe communities. Um, so they use volunteering, research, political influence, and nonprofit organizations to do all of this. So it's basically um, similar to, I'm trying to think of an organization, um, the American Cancer Society, the American Heart Association, um, kind of have all of these platforms. Um, you know, they have volunteer events, they do research, um, they have a, like, a lobbying group for political influence. Um, and then they also have organizations that kind of work under them to provide things that um, people need to live their best life according to, you know, whatever um, disease they might be surviving or in, you know, they, if in the American Cancer Society, but then like in the American Heart Association, it's the same thing. Like here are um, nonprofit organizations to get the assistance you need to lead a heart healthy life. 
Um, so that is kind of the same thing. I mean, it's not like a perfect comparison, but definitely similar. Um, I don't know what she said because I don't speak Norwegian. And sometimes royal families will put like captions, they'll allow captions on their videos. And then other times they don't. Um, so I honestly, I don't remember if I'm going to look, but I don't think you guys, my, my YouTube watch history is really funny right now. And someday I'll explain why. But yeah, so they have uh, closed captions disabled. So I can't even translate it to know exactly what she is saying, um, which is really sad for me. And um, it doesn't say, um, there is no like translation on the website. Um, so that's really all that there is on that. But I wanted to, of course, talk about it because um, we don't see Metamart often and also it's the only event we've had from them all week, so we're definitely talking about it. Um, so yeah, with that, um, that is what was going on in Norway, really for the entire week. Um, and we will now go ahead and move on to the UK, because, well, that's the next place that has an event. So, in the UK, yesterday, there wasn't a whole lot happening public-facing, um, and really not a whole lot happening on the court circular either. So, um, yesterday, let me just confirm that. Yeah, okay, so nothing public yesterday. And on the court circular... I just had this pulled up. Where did it go? Okay. Um, I know it was just a couple of things from Kensington. Um, okay. So, um, yesterday the Duke of Cambridge held a, or took part in an executive committee meeting for Flora, or Fauna and Flora International uh, via video link. This is a um, patronage he just received, I think, from the Duke of Edinburgh last year. Um, so that is definitely new. And then the Duchess of Cambridge took part in an early years meeting via video link. So even though there wasn't anything public facing at about 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is the time zone that I live in, and it's five hours behind the UK, so this would have been 10 p.m., um, UK time, probably enough time for a paper to get it, um, or news outlets to put it out in the morning. Um, the video conference that Queen Elizabeth had, which with NHS staff was made public, um, and it got a lot of attention because Queen Elizabeth is a very private person with as much 
public notoriety as she has, you really don't know much about a lot of her life. Um, And so in doing this, of course, they were talking about the vaccine. And so as we all know, Queen Elizabeth and the Duke of Edinburgh were vaccinated um, late January, early February time. I don't quite remember. Um, but they received the vaccination. And so she shared a little bit about that experience for herself. And she said, um, you know, the jab didn't hurt at all. Also still really hate the word jab, but okay, I'll tolerate it from the queen. Um, and then she also talked, kind of made like a plea to people who are, who are hesitant to get the vaccine for, you know, whatever reason, whether they are um, just against any vaccine because of unfounded beliefs or hesitant because it's been such a fast vaccine, um, you know, she encouraged them to do it because they're, if they don't, you know, it's, I want to say this very carefully. If you don't receive the vaccine, you're one putting yourself at risk and that's fine. Like, okay, you know, that's your choice, but to not give it, not get it, you're putting so many other people at risk. Um, and so, um, I think the way Queen Elizabeth kind of phrased it was, um, you're putting yourself above the greater good. I don't remember if she used the word selfish, but that's definitely like the tone, but I don't think that word ever came out of her mouth. I could be completely wrong. I literally just watched the video and I already forget, um, which makes me think it, it wasn't the word selfish because I feel like I would have remembered that. Um, but definitely something along the lines of like, you're putting yourself first, not others. Um, which just very much goes against the way that English, British people kind of think, um, at least of Elizabeth's generation. You know, they all pulled together after the war and, like, did things together for the greater good. Um, so that came out kind of, like, in a weird time where it was meant to be kind of publicized today, but, like, it was 10 p.m. in the U.K., so technically it was still yesterday, Um, But anyway, I don't quite know what that is. Um, But so that's what was going on on yesterday. And so now for today. So today there also wasn't a whole lot happening uh, publicly. I do want to mention a couple of things. Um, And this is a person I don't talk about a lot because she's not like on my list of people. But I did something similar in Sweden um, when something like this happened. So the Countess of Wessex, who is Queen Elizabeth's youngest son's wife, uh, so Sophie, um, has been, or yesterday completed her first shift as a volunteer with St. John's Ambulance, which she is patron or president of whatever the official title is for her, um, at their vaccination center. So she's doing some of the like clerical check-in work, um, that needs done during this crazy time. Um, that way the medical staff can actually give the vaccinations. So I just wanted to mention that, um, Princess Sophia of Sweden did something very similar, um, and has been, um, even though now she's like very pregnant, um, she has been working a lot with, um, 
a hospital that like bears her name. Um, and so like, I just want to commend these people when they're doing work. Um, even though they aren't Royals that I talk about a lot, like they are still Royals and they're working, um, and they're really doing good for their community. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, and then the only thing that happened today on the court circular is the Prince of Wales held a meeting, um, by a, I think phone with the Archbishop of Canterbury, who I think is like the lead person in the Church of England. That's like the person directly under the Queen, because the Queen is the head of the Church of England, or whoever the head of state is, is the head of the Church of England. Um, and I think the Archbishop of Canterbury is right below her. Um, so the former Archbishop of Canterbury married Will and Kate. Um, I think the current Archbishop married Princess Eugenie and Jack. Um, possibly the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. I can't remember. Um, but they had a telephone conversation. So that's what was going on in the UK. It's been a quiet couple of days um, after all of the excitement this week. But yeah, that's what was going in, going on in the UK. And so now let's go to Belgium. So we are going to finish this up in Belgium. Um, we just had one event over the past couple of days. Nothing too exciting, really. But, um, you know, I always love when royal families leave the palace. So yesterday, uh, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde visited the Marie Curie uh, Civil Hospital, where they um, got to talk to different hospital staff about... Um, Kind of how they and the hospital itself has been coping with COVID, um, as well as the progress that that specific location has been making on immunization. Um, so that is what was going on there. Uh, not a whole lot happening, but you know, just a little bit. Um, I do have to say, because we all know me and my love affair with Queen Matilda and her face masks. Um, she did double mask again, but had like a matching, uh, face mask to her dress, which is just like my all time favorite thing. Like, I don't know why it's such a good thing for me, but I love it so much. So that is, um, I don't know. It was just great. I love that a lot, <laughs> um, in like a very weird way. So I just definitely wanted to like mention that. Um, because I basically mention it every time she does it. Um, but this one was a different mask and like, it was patterned and I don't know. I just love that. Like she pays that much attention to the detail, um, because it's something truly and honestly, like I do too. Um, you know, on Valentine's day, I, w I think I've mentioned this. I wear a surgical mask, um, because that's what I can breathe the best in, um, and also helps me feel the best. But if I do like double mask, my uh, current mask, cloth masks are pineapple or yellow. Um, but I like to, you know, on Valentine's Day, I wore a pink mask. Um, 
around Christmas, I wore green. Um, I didn't have red because I didn't want to buy another box. Um, I'm like, I do that stuff too. I love it. So I don't know. I just like appreciate that small minor detail of like paying attention to if our masks match our outfits. I mean, for me, like the silver sequin mask over with the silver sequin pants will forever be the winner from Matilde. But like this one was pretty high up there. Um, the first time she did it was obviously the best, but like this one was pretty great too. So I appreciate that as always. Um, but yeah, that's what was going on in Belgium over the past couple of days. Nothing today, um, but we will, I'm sure, see them again next week. I haven't seen if they've released their, um, if they have any public events or not, but if they do, we'll talk about them. Um, and yeah, that's what was going on in Belgium. So that brings us to the end of this episode and the end of our um I guess reverse order. I still never really knew what to call this. I guess the switch up. Um, so when we come back on Tuesday, I will be going back to alphabetical order correctly. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. I really did. Um, I definitely will make it more frequent. Yeah, so we'll have to definitely do more of this and um, switch ups and kind of things like that. But I think it helped me kind of balance out how much time I talk about each royal family, um, which is really the, the whole point. Um, so yeah, if you liked it, please like and review this podcast wherever you listen. Uh, check out thedailyroyal.com and the Daily Royal on Instagram where you can connect with me there. Um, and we will talk again on Tuesday. Have a great rest of your weekend. Bye.